Iowa everywhere. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Chris Williams. Chris. Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. Hello, it's game week. Welcome to Two Guys Named Chris on your Monday, the 28th of August. My name is Chris Williams, joined as always by Chris Hassel. Did the time zone change screw with you? Jeez, it's tough, man. You're only going one hour. I'm going three. Wait, no, no, you're going two two. hours. I'm going three. But you had a direct. Yeah. You also had the limo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, it was a disaster in the morning. (laughs) You were you were unbelievable. I tried telling you guys the night before. Listen, how do I connect with my driver? My I've got no I've no one has said anything about taking me to the airport. I don't even want the limo. Just get me a ride. Make sure I've got a ride, okay? And you guys are like, well, they'll call you two hours before your plane departs. And my plane departed at 8.30, so that would need to be 6.30. I set my alarm, 6.30, wake up, nothing, snooze, nothing. So finally, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to go to the Garage Mahal, which is yeah. what they call their big garage. Yeah, did, that's what I did. I just went there, and then they had a car for me. They were ready to go. You went there, and they were like waiting for you, ready to go? I just said to the guy, I go, hey, Williams... I was supposed to get a ride to the airport, and he goes, oh, yeah, I'll take care of you. Okay. I did the same thing, and the guy was like, oh, but, oh, uh, let me go let me go check on that. <laughs> goes into some back room. He's in there for 10 minutes, finally comes out, and says, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll find somebody that can take you. So I'm standing out there. A, I mean, There's you two, unbelievable. All I see are two cars, and they're two huge limos, the Circa limos. I'm standing right there, right outside the door where they're at. He comes out. And he goes, all right, Mr. Hassel, I've got you. Just come follow me to my SUV, which was like all the way across the parking garage. And at this point, all I want is water. Just I'm like someone wandering the desert. Just get me water. That's I don't I don't care about the limo. Just get me water and get me to the airport. I go in there and there's just empty water bottles all over the place. It's like they gave somebody like you a ride earlier in the morning and then didn't clean it up. 
I don't even believe any of this. God, listen to you, Mr. National TV. I'm saying this because I'm convinced that you have somehow, because at this point, it's not a coincidence, right? You get the limo every time. I never get the limo. Bloom and his wife got the limo. Ted Flint, Kansas got the limo. Yeah. No, it's all real. Like um, Ted had a six-pack away from the airport to the hotel. It was quite the time, though. I don't want to complain the whole time. It was great. (laughs) Uh, I'm still recovering, though, to be honest with you. If you're watching on YouTube, Matt's... Matty Van Winks is pulling up pictures from the trip, and it's uh, it was a hoot. Yeah, uh, so no, I I had, a hard I had to time get up yesterday last night. I had to get up yesterday, six thirty local time, six thirty in Vegas. I travel all day, have to connect through Atlanta. I get home, so I wake up, and the sun's starting to come up in Vegas. By the time I'm pulling into my driveway, it's seven thirty, and the sun has gone down. Yeah, here that's in a tough. That's a tough time change. And I get in. And I just have to go to bed. I slept 12 and a half hours last night. I was only awake for like 10 hours. I slept six tops, probably closer to five. What is wrong with you? Why do you, I mean, I I don't know. I just, after trips like this going cross country, I have to totally press the reset. We had a long night Friday night, but we really took it easy Saturday, you know? Like it's not like you were you just had like this bender on Saturday. We literally no, no. We, we Saturday we were sports. We were in, and just watched games. That's all we did. You, well, I went to bed at ten thirty, yeah, local time on on Saturday. You were just going to eat dinner with Aiden. That you and Aiden went to the Asian place. I've never seen anything like it. We're sitting there watching games all day, all day, and you're like. No, we're just, uh, Aiden and I, we're just going to go hit that Asian place when the games are done. It's like, Williams, the games aren't going to be done until like 2 a.m. Eastern time, which is 11 p.m. there. It's like, I got to eat. I'm used to eating dinner at 5 or 6 o'clock. That's what I do when I'm at Circa. I end up, I eat one meal at like midnight, and then I'll eat another, (laughs) I'll like snack it around like 2 in the afternoon, and that's, that's just how I roll there. I mean, I can do that one night. Like, I think the first night, you, know, you kind of you get in, you're all sideways with the time, and you just hit the ground running, and you kind of forget to eat. I just, I had to eat. So I, I had my little chicken Caesar salad with dressing on the side there at the just sports book. Man, that was so much fun, though. All those games going on at once. You had the NASCAR race, which you just knocked out of the park again. It's incredible. That was... That was, that was a blast. Fun. That's a fun time when you got everybody at a table and you all bet on the same NASCAR driver yeah. plus 2300 or whatever and he wins. That's a that's an exhilarating experience. It's really I'm convinced fun. that you forgot that you had him as your pick because when no. he took the lead, I'm like I'm hooting and hollering and you're like, "Well, it looks like uh, what's it, what was the guy's name? I had never Pusher. even heard of him." Busher. Well, 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 I guess Larson doesn't have a chance now. I guess Busher's going to win. No. Like, th- that's our guy. Was, yeah, well, but my, my favorite driver was is Chase Elliott, and I really I was really rooting okay. for him. But then, like, once I realized he wasn't going to win, then I was like, okay, I'll take the money instead. We had a ticket on him, too. 
Well, you were you were right about that wreck as soon as you saw it. How, how you're like that is one of the worst wrecks I've ever seen. And it was the, oh when you saw God. it live. It was from the overhead, so I oh. couldn't quite tell because the dirt was flying everywhere. Jesus, thank God that you he's know, all right. Everybody like needs to understand how far that that sport has come with the safety thing. There was another wreck earlier in that race. Yeah, remember the other yeah. bad one? It took him forever. Like, to just clean like up. Dale Senior's wreck. Yeah. Like, I mean, that guy would have died 20 years ago mm-hmm. in that exact same wreck. Ryan Blaney was in that one. Well, I don't we want to let you that. get too far down that rabbit hole because it's game week. We went in we a big win for the U for us. We both had the U. Uh, Who did they play? <laughs> uh, oh, we UMass. had you, you're talking about UMass. Yeah, UMass plus seven. They were plus 230 on the money line. How about that? And they went in in New time. Mexico State. Right? Big time. Uh, okay, let's get into our game week stuff. We are presented, as always, here, by baby. Fairway Meat and Grocery. Oh, real quick, we I need to give a shout-out to the guys, and I just feel terrible about this. We're sitting at the Circa Sportsbook on Saturday, and this guy comes up to our table Oh, and my says, God. No, can I, no, 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 let me tell the story. Can I tell the <laughs> no, story? No, because you're going to make me look like a total dick, and it's not... I, I'm not just going to tell you what happened. Okay, so we're we're sitting there. All these games are going on at once. There's, just, I mean, it's just it's great. We're having a great time. All of a sudden, Williams is on his phone. Yeah, and and I go, is everything okay? Because I, I figured it was something like an emergency horrible must have happened if he's on the phone because he's got this weird look on his face and he's like, oh no, just talking to my wife. It's like what? Huh? You you really need to talk to your wife right now. And he's like, everything's fine. So these two guys come over and they go, hey, I just want to let you guys know I have a meat box that's heading your way. <laughs> and of course, you know, it's just a couple guys that listened to the show, wanted to say hello, like, hi, hey, it's great to great to see you guys. We're just out here in Vegas, happen to be out here at the same time. I, I wish I had their, I think Ted Flint, Kansas would remember their names. I did not. And so I go, hey, yeah, Williams, get off the phone real quick. These guys want to say hi to you. And he's like, he's like, it's not what happened. And, and so the guys are like, oh, no, that's okay. That's okay. He, no, no, it's all right. Well, we just wanted to say to hi. Guys, we'll let okay, you go. Hey, and they walked away second. with Williams never even acknowledging them. That's not true. I totally acknowledge these guys. I told no, them didn't. to hold on, and they walked away. But I felt bad that I didn't get to talk to him. So I was going to tell those guys, if they're listening, I apologize. I was in the middle of a of a thing. Um, how wild is that, though, that we're sitting in Las Vegas and, and some guys walk up to us asking about the fairway meat box? <sighs> this thing has taken on a life of its own. Yeah, it's, it must be pretty fun for you. Set the whole damn thing up. Yeah, actually, I have um, already planning on taking the camper up to Trice on Friday night, and I got all those steaks that Fairway sent me, and I've got them. That's what I'm going to make on Friday night for dinner, just a bunch of steaks. Are you going to take – you should take that Clarinda Academy sign that Kelderman made you and put that out in front of your, your camper. I might, actually. I mean, why the hell not? So th- this is – you said a lot of asinine things over the weekend. You're obsessed with this – you know, you think Iowa's going to have, like, the best passing attack in the country. It's just, <laughs> you're out of control. You are, like, tripling down on this. And, like, it just seems 
I mean, I hope you're right. You're you are guaranteeing an Iowa State victory over Northern Iowa on Saturday. Yes. Guarantee is the word. Guarantee. I mean, listen, like it's Northern Iowa, man. Iowa State does not have any expectations. It seems to me like oftentimes, at least over the last decade, that Iowa State struggles with Northern Iowa. It's when they have big name players, higher expectations. I mean, look at the Purdy fumble on the goal line year. That was when they were top 10, correct? Yeah. Yeah. There is just, there's no way they're going to overlook Northern Iowa. This year, it's not going to happen. Everybody's doubting Iowa State. You got people saying Campbell's on the hot seat. You could go 0 and 12. You you might lose to Northern Iowa. You might lose to Ohio. Is there a win on the schedule? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, we've gotten a little out of control with that. I would agree. The the name they are I going just... to wipe the floor, wipe that beautiful turf with Northern Iowa on Saturday, guaranteed. This is not going to be a nail-biter. I will say this to your point. Reading a lot of the stuff that's out there from more regional types, the people have completely forgotten about how good Iowa State's defense is. Like, yes. it's completely... And I, I, we, went, we both went on a bunch of these national shows when we were out there last weekend... And the only thing anyone will talk about is like Hunter Deckers is gone and Jairo mm-hmm. Brock, which it's fun. I get it. It's a huge story. Well, you know, from a national perspective, you see the headline yeah, five starters it. gone because of the gambling situation. And you, you only won four games last year. And so I guess I could see that to a point, but all you have to do is, is look at the win total from Vegas. Yeah. And it's five. It dropped by a half game. With the suspensions. Now, I don't know that I want want to go over that. No. I mean, I think that it's I think it's perfect. That's exactly right where I would put it right now. I'm telling yeah, you right I, now. They're, they're, gonna, they're gonna kick Northern Iowa's ass. Here I think they'll win. This is my problem with your take though. It's just ignore I don't necessarily know and and I don't know this. Maybe maybe you're right. That they overlooked Northern. I don't know if they overlooked them. I think these Campbell teams just start slow. They didn't start slow last year. Yeah, but that team was terrible. That SEMO team was awful. <laughs> that yeah, was one they of the beat worst Iowa. teams I've ever seen going to. Yeah, they did beat Iowa. And they beat them. Uh, but, but what I'm saying is that first game specifically, like they just have traditionally struggled in. Do we have an offshore line yet for this game? No, I I think it'll be. Yeah, it's got to be I, around fourteen. Yeah, so I had it projected around twelve, and we were looking at like Bill Connolly's S and P. Which, by the won, way, the S and P has Iowa scoring thirty-seven points against Utah State. So there you go, big day for Brian up. and the number baby. Um, the S and P has Iowa State winning like thirty-one to fifteen. So that would project around a two-touchdown spread. Mm-hmm. Kyle says he'd put the line at seven. No. I mean, if, 
If that's the case and you can find that line somewhere, bet it. You want to take Northern Iowa? Go ahead. But uh, yeah, I have not seen one. Even offshore books, I have not seen a you line on this. Yet. Usually Friday once you get closer to the game, you yeah. get them. But here's, here's another thing that's in Iowa State's favor. Since they're playing an FCS team, you can't go on DraftKings and FanDuel and bet the game. So you're not going to have any Iowa State players betting on this game. It's too soon, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, what, speaking from a guy whose team is the Iowa Hawkeyes and his kicker was betting the under. It's like, come on. Well, yeah, but I was not see, playing an FCS Did team. you read Scott Docterman's latest mailbag in The Athletic? If you haven't, no. I would encourage you to do it. He was asked a bunch of questions about the gambling investigation. And Docterman wrote that he had talked to a... It was like a current or former player. It was a... He didn't name him, obviously, who claims to have witnessed an opponent of theirs celebrating on the field when the game hit the under that they kept it under point being um was <laughs> kind of backing what Kirk Ferentz has been well, yeah, of course it's happening everywhere gambling is legal and I guess if you're an opposing team in a state where gambling is illegal and you come to Iowa can you not Bet on that game because you're in the state of Iowa? I mean, can't you pull that off? Speaking of betting the under... I mean, I'm asking you for real. Yeah, if you, could, you go offshore, you can do whatever the hell you want offshore. No, onshore. Can't you? I'm saying... We're, we're, I'm just... I've always kind of been eliminating all these programs that are in states where gambling, sports wagering is not legal. But if they play a game in a state where it is legal, can't they technically place a bet on that game? Um, Isn't it possible for them to do yeah. that? I mean, they, they certainly could like sign up for the app from their hotel room that night. So another example of, you know it's happening. It's all about the geofence, baby. <laughs> the it's like geofence. the theme of the summer. The words, the geofence. Hey, speaking of that, We'll get back to we're gonna do a little more on Iowa State here, but we this was like almost on cue from our conversation Friday, and we did not know this was coming. I this was, was wild because we talked about this on the show, and then as soon as we finished the show, yeah, we see it on Twitter that that the Big Ten announced that it's going to have a game day player availability report. It's going to require this. So two out, at least two hours before kickoff, Big Ten teams have to put out an injury report. This is connected to the Big Ten's partnership with the U.S. Integrity to, quote, enhance monitoring efforts and provide the additional education resources to help prevent student-athletes, coaches, and staff from engaging in prohibited sports wagering. I don't know how far you dug on that, Chris. I haven't yet, but the the headline just makes it seem like it's pretty surface level. You're just saying which players are active and which are not. Yeah, I think the fact there's that there's no only... like injury designation, like he's questionable, probable. I think the fact the that it's like that. only two hours before kickoff, yeah, makes me believe that you're you're probably right. 
And let's be honest, that's not a, that's not a huge step because if you're a let's just say you're you're Dr. Minor Lystico when you're at a game, you know who's playing or not two hours before the game because you're seeing the players come out of the tunnel. You're just not having to do that legwork now, I guess, where you have to look down and see, oh, is so-and-so going through warm-ups? Is so-and-so dressed? I think this is a step only in the sense that it's an actual step. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they're yeah. they're at least acknowledging it now? Yes. I I want so badly, just for the jaded sports writer in me for these coaches to have to put out injury reports middle of the week <laughs> and they can't lie to us anymore hey what Campbell I heard about that, the though? hamstring with number 45 what's the update can't lie to me anymore Matt <laughs> hey Kirk you gotta tell us the truth about Kay McNamara can't lie anymore you're legally obligated to tell us did you see the Mac is back? Yeah, I saw him just running around Kinnick Stadium, the big option quarterback that you claim he is. No, no. We only saw a still picture of him, correct? He was back at practice on Saturday. That was strategic. The Iowa marketing team put out a photo, didn't say anything about it, just this said This is back. what I hate about injuries. We so all we saw don't know one. We all saw one picture, and now we're all like, it, it was oh, a he's picture, back. But he's got his helmet on. Um, it's, you know, it's, he had two full weeks off of practice. But that's, a, that's another thing. They, <laughs> Gus says they photoshopped his leg that fell off. <laughs> we don't know what this, what this means. We don't know everything he did at practice. I mean, it's, it's no pads, obviously. But it's just it's it's good to see him out there on the field. But what does it really mean? Does it really mean that we should 100% expect him to start against Utah State? I don't know that we can go that far. I mean, it's good news. It's a step in the right direction. I'm glad he's finally back. But with one week to go to ramp up, we don't know how he looked in practice. We don't know what they're letting him do. That's another problem. Like, why can't we open these things up? Let, let, the, let a reporter or two in. Let's know what's going on. Because I don't know. I, I still don't know. What, what do you think? I mean, if I had to say it right now, I remember I put it, when we did the show on Friday before he was practicing, I put it at 33%. You put it at 50 I mean, I'm over 50% now that he's yeah, going to play. Too. I think he'll start. I think he'll start and play a lot. I think that was a that was their sign. That was it, us yes. Telling. And why if that he's if if there is a if there is a concern if there's still a concern that he's not going to be able to do that. I don't know that you put that picture out there. None of these things happen by accident. Yes. You know, like Iowa State, like a couple weeks ago after a scrimmage, they put out a get to know him of this freshman defensive back. Mm-hmm. And like him making a big play, and it's like that doesn't happen if this guy's going to be buried on the depth chart, right? The, the, all this stuff is—I don't want to use the term propaganda, but it kind of is when it's coming from the program, right? Like they're, sure. they're trying to make us think one way or another. Or I—I 
this new Kirk Ferentz, man, this this guy doesn't care, just trolling us. I could see McNamara being doubtful and Kirk being like, hey, you know what? We should put it up on the social, on the on the tweeter. <laughs> you think Kirk's doing that now? Well, you totally, know what, guys? Let's just put it up on the socials. Just screw with them. Bunch of idiots. <laughs> just playing us like a fiddle, man. So, but that was my point. If everything is for a reason, why is Iowa State putting out these side-by-side photos of Beck and J.J. Cole? I think. It's really, I think they're both going to play. I think it's going to be scripted in some capacity. You told me over the weekend, you think all three quarterbacks are going to play. I think that this Juco is going to be. There's another one. Another picture of those two side by side. I think that they are putting it out for a reason because I think that it's dead heat. I think that, I don't think either guy's won the job. I think they're both going to play against Northern Iowa. And you think the third string Juco guy is going to be like a Joel Lanning runner? Yes. That's what I think it'll be. Third and one goal line put this Tanner Hughes in. I mean, he threw 21 touchdowns last year. So uh, 21 touchdowns, three interceptions. So he can throw it. He's not. Where did he play? Some Juco in California. Okay. I mean, he wasn't highly touted at all. It was kind of like. He he, bar- he had a couple of FCS offers. And oh, he wasn't a fake four star like Becht. Uh, shut up. What do you? What is your problem with Rocco Becht? Anyway, I don't have a problem. I do not you, have a problem clearly, with Rocco Becht. Every time he gets brought up, he's short. You question his credentials. You, I don't know. It, I don't have a problem with him. I'm just you're saying making he's, him out to be Petrus. Cole. Ha- <laughs> what? No, I'm not saying he's Petrus. He's By the way, did anybody Petrus. buy me that jersey? Oh, yeah. Somebody in the comments said they were heading over there right then to buy it. The Petrus signed jersey. I want it so bad. The, the knockoff Petrus janky jersey. That would look good in your office. It would. Oh, it'd be so great. Did you see that? I think it was the Iowa account yesterday. At least over the weekend. Try to pull this up, Matt. I'm pretty sure it was Hawkeye football. You know how they'll tweet like um, player numbers days until the game. Oh, yeah. Yesterday was Tim Dwight Day, I saw, right? In the day before that. Was it Petrus Day? Oh, it was Petrus, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't believe that they would invite, because you know what, what's going to happen in the comments. Because that's, that's why I saw it, was because people were like, you sick bastards in the comments, trashing Spencer Petrus. Of course that's going to happen if you put him out there. Like, that is the last image that a Hawkeye fan wants to see going into this season, right? Spencer Petrus in uniform throwing the football. That's the last <laughs> thing you want to see. Because that's the lasting impression of the last few seasons. And it's not good. It's horrible offensively. Yeah, but I don't know. At least you guys went and you got that fourth string transfer out of Ohio State. And you got a, and you got Michigan's backup. <laughs> you talking about the, the wide, Caleb Brown, the wide receiver? Yeah, and, the, and then you got Michigan's backup quarterback. So you guys are going to set the world on fire now. You really don't think I was going to average 25 points a game? Yeah, I think they probably will. But I... I I could see this backfiring, though. Because I don't think your offensive coordinator 
in that staff is going to be able to cook up schemes. Like, I, I don't think they're very good at it. I think they're maybe the worst offensive scheme units in Power 5. And, like, just adding McNamara Probably is can't a huge argue with plus. that. Just adding Cade is a huge plus, right? Because if he's there last year, some of those passes that Petrus is just soaring, you know, like, it, it was so bad. But I, I just... We've seen Iowa have, like, good receivers before. And, you know, Amir Smith-Marset, I'm watching him in the NFL right now. It's like, Jesus, where was that guy? Uh, he know? made some big plays. Yeah. But he wasn't, like, this, like, difference maker. He could, he could have been. <laughs> he wasn't. That's my point. Like, they always could be. Like, we're, we're – fa- we're, if Iowa's offense is going to, like, be really good this year. Turn the whatever good is. I don't even know what that would be. I think we're would, all. On the what same would good p- be this year? Just be average. Well, it's what it's going to be. What I've those been saying ends. for 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 many years is just be the 99th best offense in the country. I, I don't think like I expect more this season if because of the, the schedule. 99th best this year. Yeah, he's that's going to be right around 25. I'm not sure that it would be 25. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's got to be better than that because the schedule. The schedule is so easy. Yeah, it's terrible. You can rack up 40, 50 points against a bunch of these teams. That's not going to be good enough because those numbers are going to be skewed because of how ridiculous the schedule is. And Honestly, how lopsided some of these games should be. It helps, too, that you, you know Northwestern sucks. Purdue's probably going to be down Wisconsin's no longer in this like kill the clock mode they're freaking running an air raid like you're gonna have more possessions we have two record predictions from our uh, comment section first one is from one pride Hawkeye 11 and 1 or bust go Hawks you guys are setting yourselves up to be really and then not- Donnie Hassel, Iowa 11 and 1, losing to Penn State, beating Wisconsin. That's the two predictions we Is have Don today, 11 still and 1. Drunk from Friday night. Yeah, what was that all about? I don't know. We just started texting each other. It was it was a lovely No, no. He tweeted out a picture of his Manhattan and it the it just said Chiz Williams. C H I S Williams. Didn't attempt to tag you. And so I, I sent him a text. I was like, what is this? What are you doing? He said, what? So what? Why would you do this? He said, well, that's his name, isn't it? I said, no, it's Chris. And he goes, oh, ha ha. Have a good time. He sent me that picture in a DM, too. And I, I appreciate it. It was like, felt like Don was just lending a, you know, reaching out to me. Felt good. Felt real good. That was the night that we we went to that nice cocktail place, this nice cocktail lounge in the Golden Nugget, and I'm sipping on a Manhattan, and I look down, Williams is wearing shorts and flip-flops, and he's got a bottle opener built into the bottom of his flip-flops. I mean, if that isn't more Clorinda, dirt track Iowa, nothing is. Best flip-flops that money can buy right there. It's 100 degrees out. What kind of a psycho would wear closed-toed shoes? It's not like we were outside. We spent maybe 
1% of that entire trip outside, maybe. We were outside for probably 30 minutes total, and that's just walking from one place to the other. For the most part, we just stayed at Circa. Yeah, we really didn't leave there very often. Did you ever get in the workout facility? Other than to just, record me? Just to come find you. That was it. Yeah, I didn't. What kind of a psycho lands in Vegas and just goes and works out? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Speaking of Circa, uh, I wanted to thank them for the hospitality over the weekend. We had a great time. And we have our, um, we are signed up for Circa Million and Circa Survivor, baby. We're going to have real life picks from our competition here on Two Guys Named Chris all year long. Hopefully the Survivor lasts more than two weeks. A lot of people lost in week one last year. Yeah. So th this is all NFL, right? No college. Yeah, it's all NFL. I know the Survivor's yeah. NFL, but the I'm other one too. I'm very excited right? about this, though, because like, I was explaining to Aiden. Young Aiden was with us, and he had his eyes open to work. How about Aiden? Week. He's what in about? Vegas, never had a drink, never gambled. Nope. Just a good kid. Didn't have caffeine. He's straight. He's straight edge. He, he lives a straight he edge is. lifestyle. Just he just sits there and observes. One pride Hawkeye. Okay, so what's the difference between Circa Millions and Survivor? So Survivor is self-explanatory. You pick one team every week to win, and you hope to survive onto the next week. Millions, I think, will be a blast because I. This is why I like to. I wanted to do this. Like hassle. It's going to be us and like three thousand other people, mm -hmm. like who are good handicappers. Like generally, you don't do this unless you think that you can win because it's expensive to get into. We're going to put our minds up against the best sports handicappers in the world when it comes to the NFL. Let's go. And there's going to be standings? Like, we'll be able yeah. to see if we're in dead last? Yeah, we'll be able to see where we're at every week. Put it up here on the show. All right. Looking forward to that. I also want to thank our friends in the... Uh, we're, we are in the Channel Seed Studios. And we're getting to the uh, harvest time. Not, 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 not going to be long. And I wanted to give a shout-out to one of our great Channel Seedsmen out there max mcneil from mcneil farms preston iowa 15 years as a channel seedsman he is an iowa state fan shout out to you max god bless you 15 years as a channel ahf seedsman. actually helping farmers we watched ohio hang on i'm worried about van wink is he okay have we heard from him at all today you guys haven't talked to me at all i feel a little left out well felt a little left out all weekend on? honestly I think I, got, I think I think you're sulking because you didn't yeah, get to go to I am. Vegas. I got a call from William or a FaceTime from Williams at two thirty in the morning on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> that times out. So it's I was actually there. I was actually kind of awake because I was rocking the baby, but didn't think it I was appropriate that. to answer a FaceTime. I, I said to Chris, we were at Mega Bar, and I said to Chris, I go, man, Van Winkle just be having a hell of a time here. I go, because we, we really, like, we don't gamble that much when we're out there. We sit at the sports book. Yeah. I, I'm like, we're sitting there at Mega Bar. And I'm like, you know, Van Winkle will be right over there at that blackjack table right now. Yeah, he was oh, kind of painting yeah. you as a real degenerate. I like the blackjack, man. 
It's in my blood. My, my, I my, do too, but so I... So you want to know a funny story? My grandpa used to go to Vegas like twice a year, and he'd sit at Binion's. He'd play Texas Hold'em at Binion's all weekend. Jeez. It's in my blood, baby. We Give me back. We did find Zoomier. We way. did see Zoomier. We How found is she? Her. She's doing all right? Yeah, she's still wearing the mask. Okay. Um... And she took she, she took fleeced her money. yeah she fleeced yeah. yeah yeah I wasn't around Zoomier very long because I I <laughs> Could like you imagine how what? weird this woman thinks we are oh my god it's like once every four months these <laughs> white guys from Iowa come up to her table Zoomier <laughs> we were Williams was like asking all of the other blackjack dealers where is Zoomier where is Zoomier. And they're like, and they all knew her, and they're like, "Yeah, she'll be in later. I should be here soon." The legend of Binions. Man, that night though, I mean, there's stuff that happened that night we can't even talk about. We can't <laughs> talk about on 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 the on the pod. It's just we can't. It can't be done. Just like state you just, secrets. You never know what's who you're going to run into on Fremont Street. And we were just sitting there. Yeah, I know we didn't do anything. That's the funny part. That mega bar in Circa is just a great time because it's like, it's like a portal between like a nice, really nice place, Circa, right? Mm-hmm. And then you walk out, and then you're with all the freaks. Well, see, I think I realized what the problem was. Why, when we were sitting at Mega Bar that night, why just weird things just kept happening? We were sitting on the very end of the bar, which is like, I guess they say it's like the longest bar in the state or something. We're at the very end by the door that goes out to Fremont Street. So all of the crazy people from Fremont Street are coming in and we're the first people they see. Me, you, Ted Flint, Kansas, and little (laughs) goody two-shoes Aiden. (laughs) Just standing there with a big smile on his face. How about this? Let's do this week's Kelderman Manufacturing Bigger, Better, Bolder performance of the past week and weekend. The Triple B. Bigger, Better, Bolder. Powered by Kelderman Manufacturing. Winkle. Huh? What? Was that your voice that's like dumbed down? Yeah. <laughs> the voice. Is it really? Of God. Yes. Wait, play that again. I want to hear it again. Bigger, better, bolder. Powered by Kelderman Manufacturing. Paul Williams. That's I, me. I didn't realize that at first, but you're right. That is, wow. Done a lot of audio. The magic of audio editing. Yeah, I've done a lot Bigger, of audio manipulating. Better, bolder, Clorinda Academy. All the farmers out there from our, our channel, Seasman, y'all need to remember Kelderman Manufacturing. That Kelderman corn reel. When it comes to harvest time, can save you a lot of money on damaged corn. These guys at, at Kelderman, too, they're farmers themselves. They test out all their great equipment. I'll be with Kelderman, I'm sure, on Friday night at the tailgate lot at Iowa State camping. Make sure you so, go around and tell everybody that it's a win. It's already in the bag. Hassle is get, Iowa State fans know better than to do anything like that when it comes to the Northern Iowa. <laughs> you, you tweeted that out that I said that, and the, the first comment was, "Yeah, that son of a bitch had us winning ten games last year." <laughs> <laughs> when they beat Iowa, you're like, "They are winning the Big 12. I don't know that I went that far, but I did say they were going to win ten games, and they didn't win another one. 
Well, uh, I'll let you guys go first. Maddie Van Winks, who do you have for this week's Bigger, Better, Boulder? So over the weekend, uh, Iowa State football, they do this every year, uh, the Victory Day at Jack Trice Stadium. Have you been to that, Williams? You've seen that in person? It's, it's really awesome. It's, it's really one of, cool. One of the coolest things that Campbell's brought, for sure. Yeah, so that you know, if anyone doesn't know, they kind of bring the Here. kids out. Um, and I, I want kids that you know have you know maybe some special needs, some um, kids that just need a little extra attention. And there was a really yeah. cool story that came out of this. Um, let me see if I can pull it up really quick. Um, I actually saw this shared by Eric Hansen, um, a picture of a football player, Funto Akinchilo. I think he's a red shirt offensive lineman. Chris um, mm-hmm. went over and kind of helped a kid that was having a little bit of a hard time. It looked like he, his name is Colt, has a neurological disorder. This was from his mom, told Eric Hansen. Um, causes him to drool a lot, and Funta went over and kind of tended to him and made him feel feel special. So that was a really cool moment wow. over the weekend. That is great. Good story. I know a family from here in Bonnerant whose daughter has got to go into yeah. this a couple times. And it really just, cool. It, it means the world. And they do it really neat. Like, they... I don't know if they did it this year, but usually there's like a play-by-play announcer like up in the booth, and it'll call their touchdowns, and the band will play when they get into the end zone, and the cheerleaders, and mm. it's pretty yeah, neat, man. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Very cool moment. What do you got, Hassel? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, a guy who was on the big screen on Saturday night Putting at on a Circus show. Sports. Will Greer, all right? You, you may have heard this story by now. But I'm sure you've heard that the Cowboys went out and traded for Trey Lance on Friday. So Will Greer going into Saturday's game against the Raiders knows that this is it. He's already been told he's being cut because the Cowboys traded for Trey Lance. But they told him, you're going to play the whole game. This is an audition for you and the 31 other teams. And at the time I was watching the game, I didn't even know that. It didn't. All I all I knew was that the they had the Raiders game on the big screen with the sound, and um, they were playing the Cowboys. And I, I see this quarterback out there who's just bawling. I mean, every time they came in close to a sack, he'd get out of there. He was running around like a like a legit running quarterback, and his line was incredible for this game. Twenty nine for thirty five. 305 passing yards. He rushed for 45, threw for two touchdowns, rushed for two more. Yes, it's preseason, but every other backup quarterback is looking to do the same thing. No one else does that in the preseason. This guy played the game of his life right after he learned that he was being cut. That was cool. Yeah, I didn't realize what was going on I, until I got home. My I, dad's a big Cowboys fan. Yeah, so I didn't either. And, and remember, Williams, we were pissed because <laughs> yeah. this, this is when the college games were going on. And they they put the Raiders-Cowboys game up huge with the sound because it's in Vegas. And there were a ton of Raiders fans there. Yeah, I saw that you guys were posting pictures of the big screen and no college game. It was like NFL preseason. Yeah. Like, it, what? <laughs> we, we were discussing that, too, just... It's a. It's actually very humbling when you get out there and you realize how small potatoes college sports are compared to the NFL. Yeah, and I remember when we were out there for the Iowa, Iowa State basketball game. It's like <laughs> nobody gave a shit. Like we had, you know, you had to like phone a friend to get that yeah. game up on the screen. Yeah, they're 
They're like, well, we got to put Visa in. They're on. You know, there. It, it was. It's very humbling that little how little of a deal college football is in Vegas now. Like, I'm sure, like handle wise and stuff, they do fine. But like, people just the NFL is so big, and we're not in an NFL market. Chris, you do it every day, so it's not as prevalent to you. But I did talk radio in Des Moines for eight years and maybe spent three or 4% of our time talking about the NFL. Just a totally right. different deal. Um, All right. Who's your uh, BBB? I'm, we'll puff our chest for a minute. Iowa everywhere. Uh, we I think Iowa to, everywhere is your BBB? Today or tomorrow is our one-year anniversary of doing this show. I think oh. it's tomorrow. I think um, I should know that, but I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's kind of crazy that we've, we've been doing this a year. It feel it, it, the man, it's been kind of a blur, like in a really good way. It's gone really fast and we are uh bigger, bolder, better. We're getting better. These, these big 10 and big 12 shows that we've added are, are huge. Uh, congratulations to our friend, Amber Alexander, by the way, who had her baby, uh, late last week, um, we brought her into the mix, and uh, man, I just really excited. The year was better than I thought it would be. I thought we would come out pretty strong with this show. I thought it would get a pretty big following fairly quickly. I I didn't think that the um, I mean, I, I guess I didn't necessarily know we'd have we'd be sitting in Las Vegas and have guys coming up talking about fairway meat boxes, and so I just. Thank you to everybody, uh, huh. I guess, for watching and listening and all of Happy our great birthday partners to Iowa everywhere supporting us. Yeah, well, I mean, originally the, the Circa deal, it was what, twice a year they want us out there in Vegas. You went out, you've been out three times already. And yeah. Aaron from Circa, he's like, what do we got to do to get you out of here more? <laughs> and you're like, Jesus Christ, Aaron, we've been, I've been out here three times. He's like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen you since March. We need to get you out of here more. Which I'll go out. I'll come out next week. I'm fine with that. I don't yeah. know if my daughters and wife and Cyclone and Fanatic are going to be okay with well, Yeah, you were there an extra day compared to me. Got to bring the whole crew, you know. John Miller, me, yeah. Ken Miller, Aiden. That's what I want to do. Maybe we'll do that this December is get everybody out there at the same time. Let's do it. Whew. Just stick us all in one big suite. Well, I appreciate everybody who's been watching and telling their friends and the word of mouth because it, it's we're blessed to do what we do, but it's really hard. This independent media thing is hard locally, and we couldn't do it without great viewers. And then our all of our sponsors, it's like, God, like Fairway jumped on board with us to sponsor us before we had even done a show. Like we didn't have anything to show them. At first last year, and then we just, Circa was kind of the same way, and Channel C, we appreciate everybody. I just wanted to say thank you. Yes, happy birthday. Well done. First of many years, Williams. Honestly, though, to me, it seems like we've been doing it a lot longer than a year, in a good way. Like, I feel like I've always been doing this show now, or at least I've been doing it for years. I mean, we've already done over 100 shows. Doesn't even count the emergency ones. 
I love how we've only done a handful of emergency podcasts, and one of them was when Iowa got that fourth string wide receiver from Ohio State. I think that was one of our highest watched and listened to podcasts. <laughs> People love it. People love recruiting. They love what's next. I get it. I'm the same way as an Iowa State fan. I'm not even making fun of you guys. I People love transfer. Back in the day, it used to be JUCOs before the transfer portal. What JUCOs are in the class? Guys that are going to help immediately, you know? Well, you got your quarterback. You got your, uh, your Mr. Goal Line. Did you see... So I'm going through last night, and I oh, actually I got done watching my AEW pay per view. By the way, one of the best matches I've ever seen in my life. MJF and Adam Cole just had me in tears at the end of the night. Just phenomenal what? storytelling. Okay, I don't even know what, what would you say AEW? Yeah, the wrestling. You know, they were in England. I told you about it. I, I heard that there was Circa. some big, big England deal. Oh, it's just beautiful. And I'm going through my Apple. Um, news and you know how they kind of they dictate what clips you see based on the algorithm of what you look at mm-hmm. this is what pops up for me look at this alligator that they found in Mississippi it's like the biggest alligator that's ever been captured what the hell it wait what are they like doing a, with it it looks like a goddamn dinosaur what are they going to do with it I don't know what they're going to do with it, but isn't that terrifying? That we have alligators like this just... You live in Florida. You should be terrified by this. Williams, I've lived down here for, what, five and a half, six years now. Yeah, six years. It'll be six years uh, in October. I have never seen an alligator in the wild. And I look all the time. No shit. I look. No shit. The only time I've ever seen an alligator is when I went to like one of those Everglades zoos with these backcountry people that like have alligators as pets. They've got one in a cage. I have never seen one. Look at this thing. I think it was 14 the, foot long. The article says uh, the alligator was harvested. Does that mean they <sighs> they killed it and ate it? Oh, Hi. so they that means that they, it's hunting yeah, season. Eating. It's alligator hunting season. It says. I mean, I know that people it's down good. here. Have you they, ever eaten alligator? I have. I, once I, I was in Louisiana, Baton it's Rouge, awesome. for an LSU game, and I had some gator bites. It's all it right. It tastes like chicken, but spicier. It's like darker. Yeah. Man. I don't know. That guy was probably the king. Just the Holy. king. Why wouldn't you just? Couple. Why wouldn't you just taxiderm me that and mount it and? Maybe they did. Freaking terrifying, though. Put it on your... A couple of things in the comments. Chris says, I'm a clone fan, but I miss John Miller's thoughts. John will be back. We're going to start Miller and Williams back up this week. I don't know what day yet. The problem is John's schedule is just like... He's he's got all that propane to sell. Yeah, and I I respect it because he's not doing this full time. So we we will have Miller and Williams, I promise. That will be coming. Are we going to have field. Miller's? Uh, what is it? Hawkeye Sunday is is that coming back? Yes, yeah, Hawkeye Sunday and Cyclone Sunday with Ben Bruns will be back. Bruns well. is coming back. Okay, yep. good, good. All that's coming up this week, so we're back to kind of. God, it's back game week. Home. We finally made it. Oh, feels. This so has good. been the worst off season ever. It's it's been. <laughs> I mean, from the gambling stuff. Oh. 
And conference realignment's kind of fun. The like, realignment, okay it's that. not, no, it's getting, it, it, God, did you see, there was a, Van Wink sent it, we're out there having fun in Vegas. We had, I think we had just recorded our show. We just did a bunch of hits with national media and Van Wink sends me a link. He's like, we got to go live. We got it. We got to go <laughs> emergency podcast. Big 12 is adding the, the pac four schools. This is not happening because some some somebody was reporting that somebody that I don't even know, but it was Sports Illustrated. Yeah, well, God. thankfully Name McMurphy comes out and he says, despite outlet. reports to the contrary, the Big Twelve has not had conversations with any of the Pac Four schools. No intention with engaging. Now I don't know if I believe that, but it, it is. I don't. What, what the hell is going to happen? I, I mean, are, are two of those schools really going to go to the ACC? I think so. I mean, it's, I, I, it makes no sense. I think who are Cal your, and Stanford will go to the ACC with SMU. And who are your partners? You're just going to play each other four times a year it's so in each dumb. sport? I mean, you've got to have at least four I'm schools you, in dude, one general area. The next thing that's happening, these leagues are getting big, and now they're going to start cutting teams. Honestly, I wouldn't be... Get, if, I, if Big Ten, get out of here with your Rutgers and your Maryland. That would make me happier. That will happen next. SEC, get out of here with your Vandy. Vandy was one of the founding members of the league. I don't care. I don't. They're not an athletic school. It's that's an you academic. Want that school. to happen? You want to cut all these schools out? If we're no. going to be, if, if, if we're going to do going that to be last adding, weekend, doesn't matter. Like we sit around and we're watching Florida what do you mean International. It doesn't matter? We're, well, we're watching Florida I International guess the, and who? who? La Tech. Yeah, I guess we the had a end blast goal it mattered. The the end game, I guess, is probably yes. It's not just the Big Ten cutting Rutgers in Maryland. It would be the Big Ten getting to a point where they can just only play each other or merge with the SEC, and that's the only. Uh, Division One major super league, and I don't want that. No oh, man, but I would like to see it's going to kill him. I, I would like to see the Big Ten get rid of Rutgers in Maryland, but I guess that's different than SEC getting rid of Vanderbilt because they were just added ten years ago, and they still don't feel like, and they never will feel like Big Ten teams. Not that Oregon and Washington are going say, to either. <laughs> what about the newbies? God, well, it was funny. We were we were watching the kickoff. USC, San Jose State, Williams is sitting there, takes a sip of his beer. Nothing like Big Ten football week zero. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the L.A. Coliseum packed for USC. They don't have a defense, Chris. Fade the Trojans. Just Fade the Trojans. Charmin Soft was that U.S. This Alex Grinch, this D.C. there, is how does this guy still have a job? Every know. year that they was suck. pathetic. Um, what was the other note from that? Oh, from Saturday. Did you see the picture? And, and this is where realignment really sucks. So this, this these San Diego State fans have just been teased for like two years that they were going to the Pac-12, and then like it became very obvious that they're going to be stuck in the Mountain West for the foreseeable future. And, like, nobody showed up at their game. Now, granted, they were playing Ohio in week zero. I figured a bunch of Cyclone fans would be out there scouting. Oh, yeah, we haven't had a chance to – I cut you off when, when you were mentioning Ohio. 
How's the scout? How's the scout going? You feeling better about Ohio? They lost their I've, quarterback. I've always felt fine about the Iowa State-Ohio game. <laughs> Some people didn't. I feel better about that game than I do Saturday with Northern Iowa, for sure. Oh, boy. Yeah, they, That game changed. Ohio, Ohio was going toe-to-toe with San Diego State until their quarterback went out. And I don't know. I haven't looked to see if he's done for the year, but it didn't look good. I believe I read torn ACL out for the year. God. And you know that their backup was uh, more of the running type. He made some. He made some decent throws every now and then, but um, they did not look good after the quarterback went out and San Diego State able to run away. But San Diego State was only a two point favorite in that game. We did get a tip too from our our friend Tim at Veasan that Utah State's horrible, terrible. So What's that Iowa line? Twenty five, twenty six. Going to be drinking, swarming, and enjoying the game on Saturday. That's why it, I yeah, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is in that yeah. game, but you, you need to see McNamara out there getting some reps before you go and and have to play a real team like Iowa State. Real team what do you mean real quotes? team? I thought Iowa State was going 0-12. <laughs> That's what some people think. But I'm telling you, man, I, I have them. I already have them 2-0 because I've got them beating Northern Iowa and Ohio. I know the Iowa game's in the middle, and they'll probably lose that. But that, That's going to be a tough game for Iowa, a lot tougher than I think a lot of these Iowa State I Iowa agree. fans think. I agree. I bet that'll but come I, off the board. Iowa, will be Iowa State always scares me. I just I think there's an aspect of it in but they've got a the special teams have to be good, not not average good, and the offense has to be average. But like I I think there's an aspect for Iowa State where it's it's kind of the opposite of Iowa for me this year cuz in the past Iowa's won so many games by knowing exactly what they are. We are playing mm-hmm. to punt here and then we are going to our defense and we're not going to turn it over. I think a little bit of Iowa State's deal, it's like that's just how they're going to be this year, and they know they have to win ugly, and they're going to try and do it. Where I'm like, maybe that won't be a bad thing. I don't know. And by the way, a lot of talk going into week zero about the new clock rules. What were their eight games? On average, it took about seven plays out of the game. The, the running clock after first downs. But the games so were, there will be fewer the, plays. The games were only like two minutes shorter. So we're not we're much just, shorter. Yeah. So they added more commercials. Great. That's exactly what we need with this sport. <laughs> we need more. We need more commercials, more revenue opportunities and make it worse for the fans. Perfect. <laughs> it's exactly what we want. Oh, man. We've lost our way. All right. We'll be back on Thursday for Thursday's show. It'll be our first Thursday show of the season. Hassel is on his way to You're going to you're going to call the Cox. Oh yeah. Your mom's Cox. I got your mom's Cox on Saturday. South Carolina, North Carolina, in Charlotte. That's where game day is gonna be this week. Did really? You know no, game I game day is gonna be there. I've got it on Learfield Saturday night. Radio. That'll be great. Well, I'll be locked Mike into that Jr. one. Yeah, that's, that's a great quarterback matchup. The line, I think, is two. I think it's North Carolina minus two. Should be a really good game. Thanks to Matty Van Winks. 
for producing. He's just sulking in the back. He's just mad that he didn't get to go to Vegas. Well, he, we we originally popped on, and he had his baby in his lap. He's just dejected. it was like he was baiting me to make a placenta joke. I didn't do it, but it's the first I've seen the baby. Uh, you haven't made a Amber Alexander placenta comment. <laughs> I think I would, I'll draw the line at Van Wink. <laughs> I'll draw the line with Van Wink. You, you know, Andy Fails sent me a text over the weekend. He's been catching up on the shows. He had two bits of feedback. One, he's sick of the fairway meat box talk. He's tired of it. Okay. Wait, actually, he had three points. Two, he said the fairway chicken grillers aren't even in the top 10 of the best things they do at the meat counter. Screw you, fails. And three, he said he cannot get enough placenta talk. He is obsessed with the the Van Wink placenta talk. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate that. Do you still have any pills left, by the way? Uh, (laughs) Got a few saved for you. No. Oh, oh, the placenta placenta pills? pills? That thing went straight in the trash. I'm sorry. What did the placenta? Yep. Did they ask? Wait a second. So did you did you did you handle it? I saw it, but I saw it be disposed you, of. Wait, what? I didn't, you buried the lead here. Why didn't you tell us about this? I did. So the so the doc delivers the baby, mm-hmm. and then he goes, Mister and Mrs. Van Wink, this is your placenta. What would you like me to do with it? <laughs> They didn't Derek ask. Derek in the chat says maybe Fails needs to wrap his chicken grillers in some placenta. <laughs> Mic drop. We're going to get rid of the bacon. Oh, We're going to wrap it around with Van Winkle's placenta. <laughs> Van Wink, when the doctor presented you with the placenta, you had to chuckle, right? You had to be thinking, God, he didn't I wish we had present a live like a. Well, what they do mean? have, they, they bring out this like tray. And that's so what they he said did it. present it. Kind of. Well, he did, kind of, he did. No, he didn't present. He put it on a silver platter. It was, it was like a foil. He said, would you like to take the first bite? They didn't ask and So, me. So what did you What did you do? You you just said what? No, thank you. He said, would you like to cut the umbilical cord? I said, yes, please. He didn't That's ask about the placenta. That's a too, by the way. We need to have Amber on about this, see what she did. Well, we had, she was texting us about her the placenta. She was Yes, she we haven't was, heard from while her she sense. was in labor. She sent me and Van Labor in a text. While she was in labor. She sent us a text about the Doc, potential I, of eating the I know, and you know, I, I hope I deliver a healthy baby, but please, just, uh, you know, the, the one thing I care about is, is preserving the placenta. I think Hassel needs to start having some kids, and then we'll talk. That's <laughs> no, not happening. I, I don't think Hassel needs to have any kids. I think we're good. <laughs> He's already got Cameron. Already said she'll wipe his ass, so he's good. He's set. Oh God! He's Chris Hassel. Ra- wrap the chicken grillers. <laughs> I, oh, that's too good, Derek. That's too good. Appreciate all of you. We'll be back on Thursday. Later. Iowa everywhere. Thank you.